Welcome to the Super Nintendo Exploration Squad podcast, episode 28, a select button Gaiden podcast. Every week, we select three games at random, and you get to vote on which one we play. This time, we're playing Tamagotchi Town, right? Should I be saying it Tamagotchi? I don't know. I'm not like that. Uh, <laughs> we'll be discussing it using the four standardized and completely normal metrics for scoring a video game, which are, of course, Vanity, Gun, Investigation, and Revelation. I'm your host, Virtual Clint, and today I am joined by... Automatic Tiger. One second before... A bachelor, founder of BachelorSoft.com, maker of the greatest game of all time, DDD the Natural Playboys, and I'm sick. Talpa. That's probably the tamest intro we've ever had. <laughs> I'm sorry you're sick, Bachelor. That sucks. Uh... So let's let's talk about the game a little bit. I'll get, give it a little background here. So Tamagotchi Town is a Japan-only Super Nintendo game released in May of 1999, which, if you're keeping track, is one month after the release of Super Smash Brothers, uh, three years after the N64 came out, for Christ's sake. Um, it was distributed exclusively as part of the Nintendo Power rewritable cartridge system which i hadn't heard of until now basically it was a, a cartridge that had uh memory on it that you would take it to a kiosk you'd pay for a game and they would load it onto the cartridge um and you didn't have to get another cart some people think this was because nintendo wanted to free up shelf space for more n64 games so you basically had a catalog instead of a bunch of cartridges sitting on a shelf uh is japan only thing that lasted for a good three years i think for my research so it's pretty cool um so this was only on that they also did that for game boy games as well um so yeah but this is obviously not a game boy game it was developed by a company called marigul marigul management incorporated it was published by bandai which makes sense uh marigul management produced four games three of which were for the nintendo power rewritable cartridge and the fourth is called Kyojin no Doshin Kaiho Sensen. Fuck. Chibiko Chiko Daishugo. Good God. Anyway, it was a 64 disk drive only sequel to Doshin the Giant, which I didn't know had a sequel. And I've it's, never played. It's uh, kind of an expansion pack. Oh, okay. That's kind of what I thought. Like most of the things on the disk drive, if they weren't like weird original things, they were like the F Zero X expansion with the track maker and stuff so i was wondering how a game got a full sequel on that but that's cool okay neat um but that's the only games they developed they developed games from between 1999 and 2000 and i don't know where they are now so uh but yeah so that's the intro so obviously tamagotchi town is based on uh tamagotchis uh they it, it's kind of a mix between your raising tamagotchi and making sure they don't die but a very light simulation game where you actually have multiple Tamagotchi and you're raising them in this little town and trying to get a bunch of them. So uh, it's got like six or eight generations of Tamagotchi in there too. So there's a ton. Uh, there's a lot of Tamagotchi in there. So it's pretty cool. Later, they made a Flash version of this game that actually made its way to the US. It was the inspiration for the Flash version anyway. I don't know where it is. I I couldn't track it down so oh it's dead yeah it doesn't exist anymore but apparently it was active uh i think like between 2001 2009 or something like that holy moly 
Yeah, there, there's kind of been like two eras of Tamagotchi. There's the original era of the Tamagotchi that this is from, and this was kind of like the last hurrah for that era. And uh, then there was this relaunch they did in 2008, and those were like, you know how you could send your Pokemon to like a dreamland in black and white? It was like that for Tamagotchi. Weird. And we're going to get into a bunch of that stuff. Tiger is good on so much research <laughs> so but we'll get into that uh but first i asked everybody to play an hour about how long did you play i mean i usually ask how far you got but that's a weird question here so how long did you play what'd you see i uh played oh god like three or four hours of this uh i didn't get to the end of the hundred days because i accidentally killed every tamagotchi at once in my first town but i did in my second town get to a hundred tamagotchi I did not play nearly as long as that. I think I played for about 45 minutes or less. I'm not sure. Uh, just kind of poking around, seeing everything to see. Uh, I I birthed two Tamagotchis, uh, but was unable to do much with them. Actually, they did evolve almost independently of me uh, once, and then I, I called it a day. I started playing about 45 minutes, actually, no, an hour ago. And I just got my first game over. I wasn't scheduled for this podcast. I just thought I'd dip my toes into the waters of Tamagotchi and see what comes up. And then uh, there was a vacancy, so I'm, I'm filling in. I'm done doing my job here. I'm contributing to the community. But yeah, I only have one Tamagotchi, and it just died, I think. <laughs> well, I, I'm glad you're you're able to jump in. This this is great. I think that's the that's just an exploration way anyway. Is to just play for a few minutes and see what happens. Anyway, I played for about an hour and a half in the middle of the night last night, and that was the right time to play this game because this is by far the most erotic game we have played this entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, more than Chester Cheetah's Wild Wild Quest? Oh, God, yes. <laughs> uh, you know, Tamagotchis do all have nubs, basically. Yeah, they're all they're all nubbed, nubbled. Um, and anytime you look away, they're definitely getting down and dirty. Where oh, did yeah. all the eggs come from? Well, <laughs> we'll get in it. Life finds a way. Um, <laughs> I played about an hour i'd say right before the podcast so i didn't take any notes as usual but my memories are fresh uh i got up to i, I t technically i saw four tamagotchi i really only had three by the time this came uh by the time the end of it came around so i had three uh i had another egg on the way i can tell that it was going to be an exponential growth kind of thing because it was starting to like pick up you know once you get more you start getting more uh but <laughs> yeah so that's that's what i played and i think that honestly was enough to to get a really good feel for how this game works it's it's not super deep but we'll get into that uh because uh, we'll get into that later because our first topic is vanity. Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I like Tamagotchi. I think they're cute as fuck. I love them. <laughs> but what do people think about the vanity in this game? They're really cute. I like looking at them. It, yeah, it's really adorable, and the sprites are taken directly from the original Tamagotchi eggs, just colorized. 
And they've got those big glossy pictures in the encyclopedia with the full descriptions that I don't think any of us read or could read. I mean, I read some of the descriptions of them on the wiki. I like that uh, Tamagotchis are like clearly like designed based on the limitations of the original uh, little LCD screens that they had, you know, extremely low res. And, uh, you know, even when people are sketching them, you know, even when you see the actual like drawn, like illustrated artwork of them, they still, you know, look like they're on that little low res screen. And uh, it's kind of cool because that drove some very like kind of minimal designs that are still like really cute and interesting. It's cool. Yeah, I really like the older designs more than the uh, newer ones personally. Yeah, they're they're iconic in a way that I uh, uh I mean I had the original Tamagotchi when I was a kid. So there's a, there's a big dose of nostalgia here. Uh, in fact, I think me, my sister and my dad all had one. <laughs> um but yeah, they, I I love the uh the designs of the Tamagotchi, especially the early ones. They're very creative with very limited resources. Um and yeah, once you blow up those uh you know, once you, you get the drawn versions of the sprites, they're all very sketchy and silly. Like, yeah, it's it's great. I'm a big, big fan of of that. Uh th- this game also has some pretty good uh backgrounds and you know, basically the, the, the way it's set up is that you're you build on a three by three like Lot of land that you actually get to create and it has mountains forests, plains and oceans and uh each of those can host a number of tamagotchi and uh and yeah i thought that that looked really nice you can zoom in and see each of the different types of land and they look good so i don't know i thought it looked pretty all right they just bounce around and shit everywhere it's very cute the colors are very vivid. The music is uh, dull but nice. You know, it's, it's very relaxing. It's a relaxing game. It, it reminds me, honestly, of... Uh, have, has anyone played, like, those uh, mobile, like, garden simulators where you just grow plants over time? That's what it reminds me a lot of. I played the one where you evolve in an alpaca. <laughs> anyone play that? Alpaca evolution? <laughs> no, I've never heard of that. that now. You guys should really look into this. Alpaca evolution is also like you've got just a little field and you've got alpacas walking around on it. But uh, one alpaca is like John Carpenter's The Thing alpaca and like it eats the other alpacas and the more it eats, the more it evolves. And all you're doing is clicking on alpacas to eat them. But uh, the more you do, it ends up turning into this like Cronenbergian like body horror mutant alpaca. Uh, this is a total tangent, but it's worthwhile. It's on iOS. That's amazing. David Cronenberg's Tamagotchi does sound really good. Yeah, yeah, it's like that. Yeah, that sounds great. I think all of these Tamagotchis are the cutest thing. I love that they look like children's drawings of made-up animals and human babies. And dads. And dads. Every and environment has its own dad. And Bill Clinton's. Bill Clinton's not in this one, unfortunately, though. <laughs> Bill Clinton. Oh, oh he that. is. Wait, what? Where? Oh, fuck. Well, it's really hard to get him. I never figured out how to get him, but according to the list, he is in there. Okay, just to give a little bit of background here, the original Tamagotchi had a special evolution that was kind of hard to get, and in Japan, it was this little. It was basically a dude's head with, uh, you know, a mustache, beard, a little hair sticking out of his head, kind of like a Mister Saturn 
but like on hard times. And for some reason, they changed it to a different looking dude who has like a big chin and big nose. And his, his nickname became Bill because he looks vaguely like Bill Clinton. So I did not know Bill Clinton was in this game, but apparently he is. He plays saxophone, too. That, that Tamagotchi always has a saxophone with him. Mm-hmm. He plays saxophone, and he's very secretive. Which, if you're following the Twitter, you'll you'll already know this. Because he's very secretive, and I'm pretty sure this is evidence that Tamagotchi get blowjobs. Yeah, I'm very secretive about everything I blow, too. <laughs> in, in the cartoon, not only is there... Uh, well, we'll get into what the song is about later, but they do make a joke about how he really got in trouble the last time he, brought, he blew his saxophone in the air. <laughs> Fuck! I, w- I didn't watch this song because I was working and I forgot about it. And now I had, now I've discovered my deepest regret. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, just to briefly, I guess we'll get into it more later. But uh, there is a Tamagotchi song on YouTube where they go over every Tamagotchi with a little uh, one liner about him. The one about Bill is uh, I think it goes, he's the one to run for office. Just don't tell him where the staff is. <laughs> Damn. Tamagotchi has its uh, fingers on the pulse of uh, current events in 1999. That's amazing. Or whatever year that was. The video is 97, I think. My favorite year. Um, so, yeah. Um, yeah, so there's the, all the Tamagotchi are here, all your favorites, Bill Clinton, all the dads. Uh, there's There's a... Tamagotchi on a bicycle, there's a sumo Tamagotchi, there's a fish with legs, there's a golden poop with a halo. You know, everyone. Everybody uh, is here. <laughs> Let's see, what else? So, anytime you zoom into one of the four types of land, there's a different background kind of floating by, and it's always really silly. It'll have, like, the, for instance, the Plains one has these clouds with little Tamagotchi faces, like two dot eyes and a weird little duck beak. Um, so, that's weird. Uh, the, the underwater one has a bunch of seaweed that all have the little Tamagotchi faces. The whole thing is just very strange. And it's based on the time of day, too. That's right. Yeah, it, the time of day changes, and it changes the background on the like main screen and in each of the little. Oh, man, it's 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 cool. There's a lot of thought put into this, it, into the way that it looks. I think, I think they did a good job. Yeah, and uh, much like the Modwai should not be fed after midnight, you do not want to leave Tamagotchi food out after midnight. I mean, that's that's a game note, but it's also just a truth that this game reveals aesthetically as your Tamagotchi become more and more distraught at uh, your misrule. (laughs) Being trapped in their own feces and discarded food rotting away. And discarded soccer balls rotting away, which I was somewhat surprised by when those started happening. Tamagotchi play rough. They kick that soccer ball a few times and it just fucking bursts. They're just like, destroy it. They're evil. (laughs) Um, Yeah, Tamagotchi can probably fuck all of us up. (laughs) I would not want to meet a Tamagotchi in real life. It would bite me. There's no word as to the scale of a Tamagotchi because, you know, we don't know. They could be as big as houses. Like, they're aliens. I was, there's an answer to that. 
I was picturing them about the size of geese. And if you've ever interacted with a goose in real life, uh, you know exactly why that's so terrifying. There is an answer, though, isn't there? Because Tamagotchi are supposed to be literally aliens that arrive in the eggs that you carry around on your keychain, so they're tiny. Well, they didn't arrive in the eggs. There's a whole backstory there. Oh, my God. Okay, we'll definitely be getting into that. <laughs> Shit. Um, they it's make... wild. <laughs> I love this. Um, <laughs> I Okay, so on Vanity Note, though, they do they do make a little sound when they poop. And they do make a little sound when they eat. And you can hear it even when you're not zoomed in on that specific plot of land, which I love. Um, Tiger, I'm curious. When you have 100 Tamagotchi, is it just constant pooping and eating noises? Basically, yeah. You're just watching this map and hearing all these sounds and seeing all the exclamation the exclamation marks. And then uh, a little cross pops up to indicate one of them died or something. And... After a while, you just start getting anxious at the cross, not really because you care about the individual Tamagotchi, sadly, because there's just so many of them at that point, but just because it's like, oh, no, I'm going to need another one to get to 100, and I'm going to keep playing this. That's like the true cat lady experience, just constant noises of eating and pooping and an occasional <laughs> <laughs> occasional spirit rising to the heavens. <laughs> Ah, yeah, damn this it. is such a good cat lady simulator. I really felt like I was surrounded by uh, 24 mewing cats. <laughs> and you just throw food everywhere, just like eat whatever. I can't take care of you individually. You are now a collective. Yeah, you don't even care about it anymore. You just sort of... So you you just sort of go with it. It was exactly like living in in a, a in a room I rented from a crazy cat lady. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Can you imagine the smell of uh, this Tamagotchi town? Oh. Like, even if you are really diligent about cleaning every single time, I bet like they've got like pheromones or something. <laughs> <laughs> they've marked every surface of the entire town. Oh my god. Yeah, just the smell of Tamagotchi shit, which probably smells like goose shit, and I gotta tell you that goose shit smells terrible, having stepped in it before. Real bad stuff. Uh, and the smell of the shit and the soccer balls just rotting away. <laughs> you know, I used to live in an apartment complex that had, like, a little pond and a bunch of little paths and stuff, and it would attract Canadian geese. And uh, they, they just tons of them. And I seriously, every square inch of every sidewalk was covered in goose shit. I swear to God. And it was just like, like from the outside, you're like, oh, this is a good idea. You get some birds. That's nice. And then when you actually live there, it's just like, I'm, I'm just wading through shit and trying not to get attacked by large, aggressive birds. <laughs> this is horrible. Yeah, my grad school was surrounded by geese, and I always had to navigate around them on the way to and from school, and they would shit everywhere, all over the path, and uh, they're aggressive, like they're eyeing you the whole time. Geese are the worst. Um, yeah, I, I imagine the smell of Tamagotchi shit is is pervasive. Um, what, God, okay, I, I want to start talking about gun stuff. I'm not going to yet, but um, what what other vanity stuff do we have to to talk about here? Oh, man, even though I uh, just painted the so many horrifying word pictures of uh, what Tamagotchi would be like in real life, I think they're adorable. And I, I don't think their poop smells. I think Tamagotchi poop probably like smells like flowers or something. 
Yeah, like like they prob like they have such an alien physiology. They probably shit like candy to us or something. I am not going to put that. Uh, I'm not going to put Tamagotchi uh, poop in my mouth. That's never going to happen. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> uh, is that a special reward on this Nexploration Patreon tier? You gotta pay at least $69 to watch a mukbang video of you eating Tamagotchi shit. <laughs> <laughs> never said I would mukbang it. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh. <laughs> Going back a little bit to the aesthetic, I uh, really liked uh, the scientist and his assistant and their their really enthusiastic coverage of everything you did. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, there, there's two human characters who sort of help you along. And yeah, a scientist and then like, a, I assume young girl with like weird buns on the top of her head. But yeah, very cute. Lots more text than I expected, at least in the beginning. I just luckily there, there's no wait. You can just page through and just go bam, 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 because there's nothing to to know really. Like, <laughs> and it was pretty easy to figure out eventually, like what all the meters meant, and the numbers were kind of the important part of any of that. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, once you figured that out, it was it was pretty much just smooth sailing. This game does, in some ways, remind me of Mayonnaise Town, like just how it came to be, how you were supposed to get it being an unusual thing for the system. Like you don't buy it. You don't buy a card in the store. You have it like re, uh, you use a rewritable card or for the mayonnaise game, it was uh, you send in UPC uh, labels and that they're both licensed and full of educational facts about their respective subjects. This one being full of facts about Tamagotchi. And uh, yeah, I, I thought that was, uh, that's what this game reminded me of like aesthetically and uh, like mechanically in general. It just felt like, uh, like a cute game about exploring a world you didn't think about whether mayonnaise or tamagotchi. Do you think they put mayonnaise in the onigiri you uh, serve to your tamagotchi? Almost certainly. I wouldn't give it any other way for my tamagotchi. This episode sponsored by Mayonnaise Incorporated. We wouldn't have it any other way. So when so when the so when the food starts to rot, you just get this like miasma of mayonnaise stink wafting through the ocean. That's fucking Maybe. nasty. <laughs> I okay. I have a question now. Like they're clearly eating, you know, rice balls with. I assume I, I don't know how onigiri is made, but. Is that a complete nutritional package there? Can you just eat that? Do they die in 30 days because you're not giving them a complete diet? It depends I, on what's in the onigiri. There could be anything in the center of it. Yeah, I feel like if there's a variety of fillings, like if there's a tuna onigiri and like a pickled vegetable onigiri, a plum onigiri, whatever, uh, if you get like a complete variety of fillings then yeah it's a complete diet is the the outside's uh, uh seaweed and seaweed is full of delicious delicious nutrients i just i just put multivitamins in my rice balls <laughs> yeah yeah one of them just has a multivitamin in the middle it's very oh. crunchy yeah i just fill mine with uh soylent powder 
and th- and mix it with mayonnaise and just <laughs> dump it in there, inject it. Um, yeah. So okay, but I, I'm just wondering what what rice ball shit would smell like because we could theoretically know what Tamagotchi shit smells and tastes like uh, if we were to just all eat an onigiri only diet for a month. Well, I mean, I think that would also depend on what the Tamagotchi uh, stomach flora was like. Like, uh, That's true. They probably have like alien bacteria that doesn't even process uh, most of the stuff we consider nutrients. Oh, like, and the bacteria definitely all has little little Tamagotchi faces on each one. <laughs> definitely. The, their insides look like that uh, that anime Moyashimon. Moyashimon. Uh, so it's just a bunch of like cute floating bacteria floating around their guts. I'll put a picture in the chat. And everyone at home can just look it up on their own. Just there is it. some semi-canonical evidence that all of that could easily be true. Oh my god. I'm so looking forward to this. Um, do we have any other uh, vanity notes before we start talking about gun here? Oh, well, I guess the music. The music's only okay, I felt like. But anyway, uh, vanity notes. Talk, talk, talk. Did, did anyone have any uh, Tamagotchi designs they especially liked? Oh, thank you. That's a good question. No, I hate Tamagotchi. <laughs> Somebody else go while I look at them. Oh, I got one very early that... uh. Kind of looks like an owner hole with teeth. Like what happens if you don't wash it out real good? And that's my favorite. That thing, by the way, as we searched and searched, is not documented anywhere. And it doesn't see... You said it's not in the encyclopedia either, right? Unless it looks completely different from um, its, like, art, it is not in the encyclopedia. Like the sprite, I mean. Yeah, it looks like a fucking Yume Nikki sprite or something. Like, it's just this uh, white circle with a horrible, like, maw of teeth uh, just with little black legs just walking around. It's it's awful. And I got that one, too. Like, it was super weird, and I didn't think anything of it, and I thought I'd just look it up later, and I've tried, and I can't figure out what it is. It's gross. It's really gross. I can feel that one. <laughs> Clint, where did you get this ROM? Did someone just hack this thing in? Is this a creepypasta? <laughs> it could be. I mean, I got it in my, uh, my... I have a ROM set of every single Super Nintendo game, so, you know, maybe the good ROM people fucked up and included a creepy hack. I'm trying to find my favorite. It's it, If you look at the left-right game, uh, it's the one that has a little yellow hat and, like, wings... I'm trying to figure out who the fuck that is. I think it's Tenguchi. Yeah, I linked to a list of the uh, um, I, I linked to a list of the Tamagotchi Town characters, so you should look through that and see uh, and like give a description and stuff. This one, Tenguchi. He's oh yeah, that's a great pun too. I'd love to know what the pun is. I know Tengu. Oh, it, something. I mean, it looks like a Tengu, like like uh, the. Uh, it looks like the Japanese uh, bird spirit with the huge nose. Oh, okay. So the chi is just from Tamagotchi. Got it. <laughs> Apparently, I guess it's not a pun. I, it's just a great name. Just a great name. <laughs> yeah, I love this one. It's very cute. And uh, it has a big nose and yellow lips and little tiny wings. And it's angry as hell. And uh, yeah, it wants to kill you. 
So is there a Mario Tamagotchi in this game? I saw a screenshot of one a little while ago. Is that from this? I don't think that, that is. Yes. That, no. that is exclusive to the Nintendo 64 game, as is Wariachi. Wariachi. <laughs> Uh, there's a there's some even wilder ones on the Sega Saturn one. I don't know if I should save that for later though. Oh damn! One of these is almost named Hachimachi. <laughs> so That's close! Fantastic. Hashitamachi. So close. Yeah, this good. They're all good though. I can't. It's hard for me to choose. They're all very wonderful. Even just the little babies that are just like little faces just bouncing around. Like I love everything. And then you ruined their lives because he didn't clean their shit up enough. <laughs> and then they turn into Bill Clinton. I'm looking at the N64 one now. A lot of these they are the same. They turn into Bill Clinton if they don't, if, if you uh, neglect them too much? Well, in the original version, uh, one Bill Clinton only evolves from Maskeechee, and Maskeechee is one of the ones you get if you didn't take care of them too much. I don't know what conditions are for turning Maskeechee into Bill Clinton, though. By a saxophone. There's that one that I just posted in the from the N64 one is called Pokechi. So that's that, and it looks like a kangaroo, but it also looks like Kangaskhan from Pokemon. Do you think that's a reference? Oh yeah, the original Tamagotchi is a year after Pokemon. And this one looks like a Mr. Saturn. <laughs> it's like pushing a baby cart with an evil baby in it. Okay. Oh, I think my favorite might be Cactus Angel. I really like Cactus Angel. It's just a cactus in a pot with a, with a sort of disappointed face. It, like it's waiting for a hug, but it knows it will never be hugged because it's a cactus. That's so sad. It's just like me. Yeah, Tamagotchi Town has gravitas. You didn't think it would, what, did you? You thought this was just a cute game, but this is a game about life, about love about feelings, about these cute animals fucking each other 24-7. <laughs> this is the Dear Esther of downloadable Japanese exclusive Super Nintendo games based on um, children's virtual pets. <laughs> and there's so many of those, but this is definitely the tops. Such pathos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh anyone else wanna wanna mention their favorite Tamagotchi? Tama I'm doing it now. Before we move on to gun. I mean Tamagotchi is about right for how it's supposed to actually be said. Yeah, but I'm an American. It's called Tamagotchi here. <laughs> yeah, and Tamagotchi I think is the official American pronunciation too from my research, so yeah, it's weird. And Pokemon Pokeman. Pokemans. Uh, Pokemans. That's the that's the cactus. <laughs> I I would love actually if like there were Tamagotchi clones made as like phone games for literally every single like monster collecting franchise. I would love to have a Jack Frost racing sim. Oh my oh, god. Like a Shimagami Tensei Jack Frost. That's How amazing. did that never happen? Seriously, why? I, I remember, well, we'll get into this, but I remember when Tamagotchi was around being like, why doesn't everything have a virtual pet? And I played Sonic Adventure and you had the Chow. I played, I think, no, I didn't have the little Pikachu one, but yeah, that's fine. 
Well, whoa, yeah, but uh, they actually did this in uh, Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver on uh, the DS. You could put turn any Pokemon you had into a Tamagotchi. It's fucking amazing. Like that's lovely. That's a lovely thing. And I, I, I didn't get to experience that because they pirated that game. There was that uh, Pokemon. Does anyone remember this? There's a little Tamagotchi style standalone device that had Pikachu in it and you could walk around with it. And I think, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember counted your, yeah, yeah. your steps. That was the pedometer. Pikachu. Tamachu. Tamagotchi. There we go. And if you took a lot of steps, I think you could turn them into ultra balls or something. If you took, if you took a lot of steps, your Pikachu would get super good, uh, calves and have a real nice ass. That was creepy. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Pokemon Pikachu. There it is. It looks like a tiny Game Boy, too. I wanted one of those. I never had it because I, I couldn't convince my parents to get me Pokemon Yellow. And I think that came with it or something. I don't fucking know. No, th- this was an accessory and they had a color one that worked with gold and silver. Oh, that's right. That's right. It's lovely. Lovely. Pause the recording for a few minutes. I need to go like Google nice ass Pikachu. <laughs> And yeah, fun. I think we'll all have to do real nice ass Pikachu. <laughs> uh, maybe for different reasons. Yeah, yeah, probably. I just want to find the DeviantArt account of the person who ha- who does nice ass Pikachu. <laughs> what did you just Christ. post? Oh my god! <laughs> Christ, bachelor. <laughs> Pikachu used hard on. Oh, no. For the listeners at home, bachelor. <laughs> bachelor just posted. Oh no! Okay, it's still going. People are posting um, pornographic images of Pikachu in the chat. Hey, okay, Tulf is the one who really—that one has a butthole. Mine were rather tame. <laughs> Yours no, had a giant th- penis. <laughs> Wait, did it? Yes. I. Th- oh, I thought that was like a tail. <laughs> it's a butthole. <laughs> that could be anything. Tail. <laughs> it's called peacock. And it's called, and it says at the bottom, Pikachu used hard on. That's that could be anything. That could be like long hair. There is no head on that. It's outside the frame. It's so big. Oh wait, I have a very relevant picture that I took uh, while I was in Seattle recently. I'm going to post that in the chat. Perfect. Uh, There's also a Pikachu that acts as a USB converter where you plug Pikachu's head directly into the wall and then you plug the USB thing into Pikachu's butthole. So that's good. I, I'm guessing that's not official merchandise. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, we've, we're, we're got, we've gone too far. <laughs> we've, yeah, we've got a little far afield from Tamagotchi. <laughs> we need to go to Gun. Hurry, I told time. you this would be just like Chester Cheetah's uh, wild, wild sexual quest. <laughs> Okay, we're, we're wild quest of self-discovery. The next topic is, of course, gun. And I think this is a this is a great topic for this game because all of the Tamagotchi have guns and they fight each other and kill each other all the time. And it's just it's <laughs> player unknowns Tamagotchi Royale. That's what this game was. Um, what do we would think? play? Would definitely what? play. I I would play the hell out of that. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> so let's okay i, I want to give so we've talked a lot about how it looks we gave a general idea of how how it works but very specifically what you're doing is you get two eggs at the very beginning of the game and you they hatch after a day or two and what your goal is and yes this game has a goal is to get a hundred tamagotchi in your three by three area uh the other sort of secondary goal is to fill out your encyclopedia and so the main things that you're doing are feeding your tamagotchi go figure you are cleaning out their poop and then you're you're trying to kind of lure them to different areas to meet certain conditions um and sometimes it's not good to keep things super clean sometimes you want them to actually be a little pissy so that they evolve differently and you can fill out your uh thingy your encyclopedia so and th the days pass really quickly you can fast forward through days so they they grow up on the same time scale uh in fiction as they would uh in real life so they have they they grow up to a, an adult in about three or four days i think they live for about 30 days but a day can last as short as like 45 seconds if you're just fast forwarding so it's much much more quick so that's the general idea um but what uh, what do we have to say about the gun in this game so when i started out playing this you know i can't read japanese so i was a little bit baffled as to how everything worked so i took some notes uh step by step of like how i started this game to kind of give you a feel of how it goes so first i dropped an egg into a mountain range from the sky then i clicked <laughs> on a broom to make it rain on the mountains then I dropped 30 rice balls onto the mountain. And then I visited the mountain and there was rice everywhere. And then I noticed the mountains had duck faces. So that was my experience with this game. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's about right. That's about right. <laughs> like I said, I played this game really, really extensively and saw almost everything it had to offer. Um, I, I didn't really know what I was doing. I dropped both of my eggs in the same place. Uh, I just sort of treated it like kind of a multi-Tamagotchi simulation for a while, and then I eventually figured out the stuff about pulling stuff between multiple environments, dropping, uh, you know, food everywhere, de-stressing them by playing soccer, uh, being confused by what the hell the mini-games were about which I figured out eventually, but uh, only eventually. And yeah, it was it was kind of pleasant, but also kind of really boring. Yeah, I, I think that that's... I mean, I, I have a grand this theory is, for this, but... It, this it, is actually uh, a great hangover game because you don't really have to like pay attention super closely. If you feel like shit, you're looking at a bunch of cute things that aren't like uh, stressing you out or uh, making your head hurt or anything. Yeah, I mean, it's very chill, and there's, like, you can technically fail by killing, or, well, they, you, you know, they don't really die by you killing them, but uh, uh, you can make them run away. You uh, can kill them. You can kill I thought they only died of old age. Oh, no, they do not. Oh, they shit. also die of uh, too much pollution. Actually, <laughs> does the pirate Tamagotchi that's got a cigar, does that one... Uh, does that one increase pollution because it's just like smoking its cigar everywhere, making the environment uninhabitable to normal people? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. I mean, I wish that this game was that mechanically interesting, but it's really not. You know, it's like you have, you know, 70 Tamagotchi keychains hanging around and you can hit a button to feed all of them at once. Like that's that's really kind of it. Um, 
But you yeah. know what? Speaking of the hangover thing, this game would also be very good if you were on psychedelics of some sort. Um, because there aren't that many games that are really good to play when you're on acid. Uh, this is very embarrassing, but one time I was coming down after a night out and I was still on acid, but it, you know, it was kind of starting to fade. And I tried to play Dota. It was not a good time. <laughs> I played Counter-Strike in the middle of the trip once. That did not work out very well. I mostly like stood in a corner and shot the wall. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. But this game, it's like so relaxed, so peaceful. You only have to actually do something like once every 10 minutes. Uh, and you get to meditate on, you know, birth, life, and death. Like, it's perfect for acid. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> I'm trying to make a, a mouse trails joke for playing a PC game on acid, but it's not working. Um, <laughs> but yeah, this game is very little going on. You know, you feed, you clean, you try to get them to move around, and it, it becomes weird. It's, it's bizarre. Um, yeah, some of the weirder mechanics, though, uh, wherever an egg hatches determines its base species. Um, so even if a mountain type uh tamagotchi lays an egg in the ocean it will hatch to be an ocean type so that's a thing yeah this is like some fucked up lamarckian evolution going on like uh the environment being the only factor shaping uh the tamagotchi like it, is it just like something that determines their phenotype and they're all they are all the same species oh yeah they're the yeah. same species yeah, so so it's just environmental factors change exactly what they look like, uh, but to a very extreme degree. Like they have such a diversity of body types. This is yeah, the some... most body positive game we have ever played. <laughs> some animals, uh, some animals in real life have their have you know genes that are activated based on environmental factors. Actually, humans do too. So I guess Tamagotchis are just the extreme version of that. There you go. Yeah. So, so that's, so, so the, the, one of the weird things you have to do to get certain evolutions of these, or I guess types of these, is that you have to lure them to other parts of the world before they evolve. So, like, you have a baby that was born in the ocean, or I guess maybe like a teen that was born in the ocean. Yeah, it's gotta be a, it's gotta be a teenager or to uh, evolve when it moves. I think, I think it's only teenagers. Yeah, the things I was reading online was saying, yeah, teenagers. So, so you don't feed them in the place that they're at. You put food, extra food in other places and they'll, they'll sometimes, not always, move to those other places. And then if, you know, they started on the water and now they're in a mountain, born in a cave, whatever. Um, <laughs> then, uh, they, they, they evolve differently than, than any other situation. Um, so that's, that's a weird one. How do I get more Tamagotchi? So Tamagotchi self-fertilize. I killed my first. Well, I didn't kill my first one. It ran away. Uh, but you get two eggs, right? And so the second one should start laying eggs after like the second or third day of being an adult. Um, so wherever it lays eggs is the type of Tamagotchi that you get. So, yeah. And, and which means that all of my Tamagotchi were born from a single generation, which it's a good thing that Tamagotchi don't fuck. <laughs> That's right, fanfic writers. This is the only game where you, you can have a canonical pregnant Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. You can't be pregnant if you lay eggs. I mean, that's not how that works. 
maybe it does for them. Maybe it does for them. Yeah, actually. No, like, but maybe my Tamagotchi is pregnant because this is my second game. I'm on day seven. No goddamn eggs. These two idiots are just wandering around the whole like country and just shitting. I'm dropping food. <laughs> they don't seem to be eating it. I, they're not in the same space anymore. So they only played really aggressive soccer once. They didn't seem to enjoy it. Like, do they even eat the food? Because all my rice balls just get on the ground and just like rot. <laughs> I never saw one eat. I tried really hard. One of none of them ever even went near the rice balls. It was very frustrating. I also never saw them play soccer. What the hell? They, they only eat once a day, and usually, like if you feed them in the morning, the food just disappears instantly because they're gluttons. Yeah, they they remotely eat. They don't have to be near it to eat. Are you sure they only eat once a day? Because I swear, like, I added more food and saw more eating a couple of times. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I think they eat more often if you're, like, luring them across borders, but you only need to feed them once a day. And usually if, like, they're already in a place, they will not eat more food. Is there a limit to the number of rice balls you can put out? Because I was just putting out 30 at a time all the time. I think it's 30. I think that 30 is the max. I read that on, on one of the forum posts I saw. But you can't run out, can you? No, no, no. You don't run out. It's free. Oh, yeah. There's no, like, resource management in this game. It's straight up just, like, uh, trying to raise uh, these uh, delightful little monsters as best you can. Like, right now, I got these two, like, you know, green blobs with, you know, big dick-sucking lips. <laughs> And one of them is just wandering around the forest, and he's got this black cloud around his head. He does not look happy, and I don't know how to fix this. And I just want—I want an egg. I'm on day eight now. So there's, uh, so so there's pollution in this game, and that's what the mini games are for. Uh, so there's. Oh shit! He died. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh my god! Rest in peace, DSL Gachi. I'm sorry for your loss. <laughs> oh god, yeah. So pollution is a thing. Um if you if you leave if you put food out at midnight, the food will rot and any uh and the pollution for that square will go up. That's also true of poop. The it will make the pollution go up uh at midnight and same for soccer balls as well. So either pollution stays the same for each square. I think I'm not sure how that affects their stress. I don't know if it's just a one-time thing or every day they they every get more day. stressed. Oh fuck! No, that would every be day they get stress from pollution. I like this concept of uh, rotting soccer balls causing pollution. Is this why they hold the World Cup in a different country every time? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh shit! Um, so yeah, so that's a thing, and then you can play one of two mini games. The uh, to clear the pollution, there's the classic left or right game, which I, I there. OK, so I, I keep referencing this post. There's one person who made a forum post in 2011, I think, that uh, really goes in depth to all the mechanics of this game. And it's the only really like thorough examination of this game, frankly. The other stuff is is like piecemeal. Um, until now. Until now. Um <laughs> and so the, the story can be told now. At last. Finally we've done it. 
Um, and so there's a minigame left or right where you hit L or R and all of the, the Tamagotchi and the game, there's a grid of Tamagotchi that's basically all of them minus some of the secret ones and the babies. And, um, they'll all pick left or right randomly and it'll eliminate anybody who matched what you picked. And you have a team, one generation that you're trying to make sure that they don't get eliminated before everybody else does. And the guide says, if you hit L, mash the D pad and it'll make your chance is better and if you hit r mash the buttons to make your chances better that doesn't work i did so many safe states trying to, to win just one of these it's completely random basically you have to win a coin toss six or seven times in a row to to be able to, to succeed yeah the button mashing is completely unnecessary uh for that like i i was doing it at first just that guide said that and then i just stopped doing it and it was exactly the same like sometimes i win and sometimes i don't same, how, totally. How many of these guys we're finding are just like total bullshit? Maybe real malicious bullshit that someone's just like, maybe in six years they'll be doing a podcast. I can really fuck with them. Because like between this and what was it? Lady Wrestler, whatever it was, we get lots of bad info. Lots of weird, bad info. And I mean, I think it speaks to it reminds me of like playing games at the time that this was released there's so much misinformation uh roaming around because like random number generators create mystery and like people feel like they can impact them when they really don't yeah like like uh like all those old pokemon rumors about like mashing the b button to uh, uh have higher chances of catching them Oh my god, do not even get me started, Tulpa. Fucking Vincent in third grade telling me that you could get the Poke Gods, including Pika Blue, by moving the truck outside the SSN and finding the egg. (laughs) Vincent. God damn it, Vincent. Uh, That that fucking truck outside the SSN. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I, You know, what's funny is that, like, in Pokemon specifically, the whole surfing up and down Cinnabar Island after being in the Safari Zone or whatever um, and catching glitch Pokemon, I read that and I was like, bullshit. And then I corrupted my save file. <laughs> that happened to me, too. <laughs> so I love I I actually love this stuff. I love that people kind of put their own thoughts and feelings into something that is actually really simple, but they feel like that their secrets deeper than there really are. But that definitely doesn't work in this game. Uh and, and the left right mini game if you win it, which is pretty hard, uh it clears 20 pollution from every single square on in your town, which is pretty good. And then there's another mini game where uh, between four and eight, Tamagotchi will fly across the screen in a weird little formation, and then it'll ask you to pick which one was second, which one was fourth, whatever. And each time you win that, you you can get up to 70 if you beat all, like, eight rounds or something like that. No 70 pollution. Has, no one has ever done that. <laughs> I do not believe anyone has ever done that, considering what I needed to do to even get 10 consistently. I cheated, and I did it. I just save stated uh, at the start of each round and loaded my state uh, when I knew which one I was supposed to look for. There you go. That's how I, you do it. That's a much better cheating method than just taking a picture of the screen when they went past, which somehow they figured out I would do because eventually they don't show all of them on the screen at one time. <laughs> you, you cheated with honor, unlike Tulpa, who shamefully cheats. Throughout this whole podcast, again I have and no again, shame. 
Topa's <laughs> the kind of person who goes and like starts spreading fake rumors on message boards about how to play obscure Japanese games, I think, too. You know, if you hold down uh, select and start at the same time, when you zoom in on a Tamagotchi town, you'll actually get to see them fuck. And a voice goes, <laughs> hey, Rog. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, yeah, so that's those mini games suck and I hate them. I fucking hate them. I remember having the original Tamagotchi and playing left or right. And it's just it's just a coin flip. And it makes me so angry. <laughs> but this this one is like mass coin flip and trying to figure it out before I had the guide was driving me crazy because <laughs> it's like I was using Google Translate on the phone to try to figure out what was going on. And it was just like, Ganbare e Tamagotchi. And I was like, that doesn't help. And, <laughs> and it was like, are these different modes? What are they? It just it just changes what section of Tamagotchi needs to win. That's all it changes. Yeah, there's really everything. There's six different modes, and they're all exactly the same, except you pick a different generation that you want to win. It's in, it's just, it's not good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so, but the pollution thing is kind of interesting. I think you could manipulate it so that you had highly polluted zones versus less polluted zones, and then you could get the Tamagotchi that need more stress to evolve to different things, but I don't care. <laughs> That's how I felt about it. But yeah, I, I have it. I like I have feelings about this game versus like actually having a Tamagotchi. But I, I feel like it was. Oh, there, there's one mechanic that we haven't touched upon, which was cleaning. Uh, they're the they're the three four terrain types. Wait, mountains, plains, forests. Four, yeah. Yeah. OK, so um, there's three cleaning methods and you can apply them either globally or to individual squares. And each of them is effective on a different type of square. So there's wind, there's waves and there's rain. And if you clean too much, the, they'll get stressed. So the optimal solution is to go to each of your nine squares and clean them individually. Uh, but if you're actually not wanting to waste your time, you just globally clean each of the three times before midnight to get rid of all the poop and rotten food and deflated soccer balls um, because who cares okay seemingly all my tamagotchis are dead but the game is still going they both got really kind of sick and hung over looking and they were surrounded by rotten onigiri did they start they eating hamburg out. did they start eating hamburgers off the floor None, none of them looked quite Hasselhoffian. There, there was not. There hasn't been a real Dutch angle in the game yet. But um, where are my Tamagotchis? How do I keep going? I mean, the games keep going, but there's nothing to do. Everyone's dead. You Just should increase the pollution, and you might get more Tamagotchi. Like, isn't uh, one of the things in this game that, like, if your pollution is high enough, you get like exclusive. Uh, you fucked up the universe, Tamagotchi. I got both of them. There's and they're they're yeah they're special, but according to everything I saw, a Tamagotchi has to either die or run away to uh, make those special ones appear, and they're temporary. They don't stay. So uh, there you go. But they stay in your uh, Tamagotchi decks. Mm-hmm. Tamagotchi your, decks and your heart. These are virtual pets. They're part of your life, and they never go away. But are these guys dead? <laughs> or, 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 or did they run away? Because, like, what's the difference? Do, like, do you see a corpse when they die? You see, like, a gravestone marker appear when they die on the overworld map. Amazing. Oh, so maybe they ran away. 
But where did they go? Like this, 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 this world is flat. There are, it has edges. There's like nowhere to go. <laughs> By the way, is the like ringtone sounding thing happening in uh, Bachelor's uh, background audio is the game. Uh, it, it has a little alarm every single time. Uh, six hours pass. Mm-hmm. Yep, 6 a.m., noon, 1800, and midnight. I apologize. No, I love it. I think it's perfect. I think you should turn it up. <laughs> no, it's definitely it's atmospheric and wonderful, and we can tell you're still playing the game, and I love it. Yeah, so I'm looking at a mountain, and it's just covered with rotten onigiri and shit, and there's no one here to, like, eat the onigiri or shit. This is like... <laughs> Doesn't it, shouldn't it eventually fade away? You should get a game over. What did you do? <laughs> I, I don't know. I seem to be really bad at this game for little children. Like, it, there's nothing to play. And, like, <laughs> I mean, like, the first time I thought I only got one uh, Tamagotchi, but it turns out I did get two eggs, and I just didn't know where I put the second one. I guess <laughs> I just dropped it somewhere. And then while I was looking at the world map, I guess they both died and I got a game over or something. Oh, this one. oh shit. I just had a moment of realization. You're a Tamagotchi. This game. No, no, I'm not. Oh, shit. I have two realizations. <laughs> but first of all, this game, like, makes you think maybe it's like an environmental message. Like, you've got to clean the environment. You've got to keep the pristine nature. But you're not going to see most of the Tamagotchi unless uh, you fucking trash the place. This game is for industrialists. This game is, like, made by oil barons trying to convince little kids that pollution is A-OK because things will be cuter once they're mutated by all the radiation all the mayonnaise miasma that we uh, emit everywhere. <laughs> That's my new noise band is mayonnaise miasma. <laughs> yeah, I emit that about three times a day. At least. <laughs> <laughs> I, I try to admit that at least in the mornings after breakfast. Um, <laughs> so like, okay, my feeling about this, the gun of this game is that it removes you so much from the raising of individual Tamagotchi that it might as well be pointless. Like, I loved having that little egg and taking care of it on a regular schedule because it was tied into my life. And the little Tamagotchi that came from that was a, uh, a representation of how well I was able to do that. Um, this game, you don't ever have to zoom in to see anything. You can drop food and clean and drop soccer balls from the world map where you can't see the Tamagotchi and you could play the entire game that way. And so you're so removed. I was felt so removed from the actual Tamagotchi themselves. I felt like it, it didn't give me any of the same feelings of an original Tamagotchi. So that's my feelings on the gun of this game. It removes, it removed me too much from the individual raising of them. And it just felt like I was gaming a system. How do I get the good ones? How do I do this as quickly as possible so I can see them evolve, etc. So that's my feeling. I, I completely agree. Like I, there's no reason to zoom in after a certain point and except to just see them and like, most of my time was just staring at the world map up until they said, Oh, you got a new one. And I looked at the new one. And I was like, that's cool. And then, uh, yeah, I just kept going back to the world map and got into sort of a rhythm of cleaning and feeding. 
It's it is an industrialist game. You don't care about the individuals. You care only about how the system is profitable to you in terms of filling out your encyclopedia and winning the game. I I just got my second game over. Yes. Days after everyone ran away or died. <laughs> I don't know what I did wrong. I tried to feed them. I tried to clean up after them. I tried to make them play soccer. I never got to see them do it. I don't think I like Tamagotchi anymore. <laughs> Bachelor, I really love your Civil War letters uh, from the Tamagotchi Town front lines. The uh, Ken Burns documentary you are uh, giving us here. It is really amazing. The experiential nature of this is beautiful. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, soccer. So you can only drop one soccer ball per square, and they will sometimes play soccer. And there's a weird, a tiny little thing to note about this is that each of them, each of the, the Tamagotchi, I almost said Pokemon, has kind of their own ID of order of birth, and they will kick the ball uh, to the next one in the order. So the first kicks to the second, the second might kick to the fifth because your third and fourth ones are in a different place, etc. So they uh, they have an order that all of them get fair play, and it's totally manic. I had two playing soccer, and they just were kicking the ball back and forth, making this noise the whole time. It was weird. <laughs> I, I love Tamagotchi soccer. It was one of the high points of this game to me. The high point for me was I didn't understand how the soccer worked, so I would just drop a soccer ball into a square that only had one Tamagotchi, and that fucking thing is just bouncing around, ignoring the toy I gave it, and I got so mad at it that I just uh, refused to clean that square ever again. <laughs> <laughs> now who's the industrialist? You're you're a terrible person. I love it. <laughs> This game doesn't include the punish button like the actual Tamagotchis do, does it? Yeah, that's a good point. Like, you, you're supposed to punish Tamagotchi for their bad behavior, which includes either asking for things when they don't need it, not eating food when you give it to them and they're hungry, and maybe that's it. Uh, how, how am I supposed to get invested in this game if I can't discipline those little eggs? It's creepy. There's a punish button in Tamagotchi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was reading about this and I'd forgotten that. That was a thing I did not like about Tamagotchi because I am not a corporal punishment boy. <laughs> and I don't yeah, it kind of is what takes it into Black Mirror territory. Yeah. yeah I, when I was a child, I never punished my Tamagotchi. So I always got like the default generic one where like the environment was plain. But uh, the Tamagotchi was exactly like me, an insolent little piece of shit that never listened to you. <laughs> So there's no punish button here. And I love the idea of if there was a punish button, you would be looking at like 16 Tamagotchi and you would I, I don't know what you would do. Would you drop acid rain on them? Would you like pelt them with rubber bullets? Like, how do you punish a whole square of Tamagotchi? Tamagotchi fascism simulator. Yeah. Oh, you can always withhold foods. That's a punishment. Oh, God, this is horrible. Like, it's horrible. Um, Hold on. I have to get a, like, a flourishing Tamagotchi town and just start torturing all of them. Like, that's that's what I need to do now. This is black and white before black and white was a thing. Wait, when did black and white come out? <laughs> my wife is staring at me and shaking her head in disappointment. It's not my fault. This game encourages me to think like this. <laughs> Oh, God. There's that disconnection from the Tamagotchi. That, that's, it's a problem. Um, 
Black and White came out only two years after this game. Inspired by Tomatown. That's what it was. I've got a list of stuff that came out before this that I'm saving for Revelation. And yeah, the list is pretty wild. This is amazing. Um, Do we have any more gun notes before we move on to the Salary Man corner uh, an hour and six minutes in? The one the game is punishing is me because I can't... I still don't have another third... I was going to say Pokemon. Tamagotchi. I started again. (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Uh, yep, it's punishing you. <laughs> yeah, All right. You just have to be kind of like uh, a little uh, Tamagotchi uh, fascists. You, you got to like make them suffer and make them like uh, reproduce out of desperation. <laughs> this is fucked up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I really I uh, I've been saying all these things. But I have to tell the truth. I found it like impossible to torture any of my Tamagotchi, and I didn't want them to have any stress at all. So they, I just had a bunch of like the same Tamagotchi in every single square because uh, they uh, because I was upset at the idea that they're stressed out uh, allows them to transform into uh, more unique forms. The, the most I could ever do was poison, was like, not poison, uh, pollute <laughs> space a little bit, and then just not give them a soccer ball and hope that's The right. most you ever could, uh, ever could do was dip your own Yuri in bleach and wait for them to, like, uh, suffer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. This game brings out the cruelty in all of us as we see these living beings as commodities and things to catalog this is the early anthropology anthropology simulator <laughs> um all right let's we've got a lot of stuff to cover in investigation of revelation so, let's, so much oh so much so let's move on to the thing that isn't either of those let's talk about salary man corner 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 One of these days, I'm going to get a real announcer to do that. Put some reverb on it. It's going to be good. Salary Man Corner. Until then, you have uh, me. Our Salary Man Corner game was Jisen Pachislat He's Oh, fuck. Hishoho Twin Volume 2. I played this game for five minutes, and most of that five minutes was trying to figure out why my controller wasn't working. And the rest of that was wondering why the game was freezing every time I hit start. And so I just watched the uh, attract mode. It's a potty slot game from what I can tell. Uh, but was there anything interesting about this game outside of any other regular potty slot shit? Uh, it's one of those potty slot games that I assume is using real uh, potty slot machines. Because it, it's one of those games that's like the full simulation thing, like... Uh, uh, when you start up a machine, you can press the start menu to like open up like a menu of like parameters and uh, options and uh, ways to tweak the machine. Uh, have your own little Poshy slot engineering adventure before you uh, waste your money and start chain smoking because your kid's Tamagotchi died and your kid has not stopped complaining about it. <laughs> Game has uh, pretty good music. I mean, every track is like between 30 seconds and like 50 seconds long. So the loops are uh, pretty tiresome, but it's pretty good. It's like vapor wavy jazz music like this would fit on a mixtape like it's it's pretty decent. The Sammy logo at the beginning of the game was just 
awesome looking. Yeah, it warps around and like like transforms in a way that I didn't realize a Super Nintendo could do. It was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, definitely. That was that was uh, like the high point of this one for me. Was just the Sammy logo and I guess the attract mode with the music. I think to to send this one off, I'll just read the giant bomb description of it because there's nothing much to say here. Uh, G send Pachi slot blah 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 is a Pachi slots uh, game from Sammy Corporation. Both it and its predecessor the one that doesn't have a two after it, are spinoffs of Sammy's larger Jisen Pachi Slahi Shoho exclamation point series, which uses virtual facsimiles for real patchy slot machines. So you're you're right on target. They are real patchy slot, but they're not they're they're off brand. Um the twin spin-offs are so named because of the fact they only represent two machines each. So this is a shitty version of the original. It only has two machines. Twin 2 features two machines for Pachi Slot fanatics to practice on. One has a tokusatsu theme, so that's like Power Rangers kind of stuff. And the other uh, uses a frog mascot. <laughs> Ultraman. Ultraman, yeah. Oh yeah, it is Ultraman. I saw that face and I'm like, is that Ultraman? But it's like Power Dude probably from like being off-brand. I think yeah, that- I think the title was like Ultra Sen or something. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> so, wait, is it is officially Ultramax? That's what I was going to ask. No, it's not officially Ultraman. They like uh, put a typo in it. They did like the uh, fucking Wish Donalds thing. They say Ultraman Triple X. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, not Ultraman, a Triple X parody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, I wonder what the frog mascot one is. Who knows? But yeah, so it has two machines. It's boring. It, it, I wouldn't be surprised if it was another one of those weird downloadable things. What is going on there? Oh, shit. Did someone actually get to the point where they can see the Tamagoshi fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? That sounds like it's a Maruchi fucking uh, Kuchita uh, Machi. You would know that. <laughs> just... No, I just pissed the first two off of the Tama- Tamagotchi Town list. There you go. Um, yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> I don't... My, 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 my Tamagotchi have been uh, having a very good time balling for about two straight minutes now. That's the noise, yeah. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Okay, let's move on. <laughs> oh, I do have... I guess this can also be the start of the investigation thing. Go ahead and do the intro. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> pull yourself away from this amazing Pachi slot game. Remember what we were doing before. We are playing Tamagotchi Town. And we're going to move on to our third topic, which is, of course, Investigation. We did. Well, I say we. (laughs) Tiger did a lot of investigation on this game. We have shitloads to talk about, so let's dive into it. But I will let you start, Topa. What what were you going to say? There is one saving grace of this game that makes it actually great and not at all a disappointment or a pointless waste of time. Uh, And that is none of the mini games are playing a slot machine. Like the left and right game is essentially a slot machine. But 
it's not literally living the Pachi slot salary man life. This game is not training you to be a salary man. It's training you to be a CEO. Even Pokemon has a Pachi slot. I mean, it's just a slot machine uh, game. So yes, you're right. This is this is not a gambling simulator in as much as it wants you to really gamble. Get out there and gamble. Waste your money on that. But yeah, so, okay, investigation. There is a huge Tamagotchi community. If any of you are listening, hello, we love you. This this has been a very fruitful search for us because of all of the people who are dedicated to Tamagotchi and the variations therein, and uh, it's amazing. So there's a lot of stuff to talk about here. Um, Tiger, what would be the first thing you would want to talk about in investigation? Definitely, definitely the actual backstory for Tamagotchi. Yes, please. Feed me the backstory. So the story of Tamagotchi is a scientist named named, uh, Professor or Dr. Bonzo. I think let's just call him Professor Bonzo Bonzo. is a yeah, Bonzo. Like I double checked that Um, he was walking along a river with a broken heart. And then he found a crashed spaceship filled with Tamagotchi who were dying in Earth's atmosphere. And so he made the Tamagotchi house so they could live in. But why? Why do you ask? Were the Tamagotchi flying to Earth at all? Well, you see, it's because the Tamagotchi planet had gotten incredibly drunk and then started singing so loud that none of the Tamagotchi could live there anymore. And so they need to find other places to go. And some of them went to Earth. And there is actually a story arc between the Tamagotchi games, eventually culminating in a game where they don't die, but go off in UFOs back to the Tamagotchi planet because it's sobered up. Oh, my God. This sounds like like an extension of the uh, the London gin craze where everybody was apparently drunk 24 seven on gin. And it's like if we had spaceship technology, we, they would have definitely taken off and gone to Mars or something. That's amazing. I didn't know that it was a drunk thing. <laughs> yeah, you yeah. said the planet got drunk like like uh planet tamagotchi just got shit faced like uh like was the planet anthropomorphized like the mega man world or not mega man um bomberman world exactly it has a mouth and all of the maps of it include the mouth which is a real location in the tamagotchi world oh my god wait rules the planet itself got drunk yes ah And I you misunderstood can go in that. The planets, you can go in the planet's mouth because it's a geological location. If, hey. if Griffin McElroy was here, he would <laughs> be very excited. <laughs> oh, I was going to make a joke like that. <laughs> you, you did better than I would have done. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, my God. Oh, What's fuck. in the planet's mouth? We don't know. I mean, at one point, alcohol, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Just a stomach full of booze. I'm sorry, you can't pay at least $30 to find out what's inside the planet's mouth. There's a breathalyzer test before the planet can start orbiting again. Um, Okay, so that's the backstory. So how big are Tamagotchi then? Are they the size of the Tamagotchi and the eggs that you buy at Target? Yeah, you see, the the idea behind the Tamagotchi is that they are life forms that are tiny and they only fit inside the little egg. And they fit inside the little egg because the egg is a perfect environment that they can survive in because they just can't survive in Earth's atmosphere, unlike in the American version of the backstory. 
Oh, there's a different version. Okay. Okay, so we didn't have the drunk version here, which is which makes sense. Yeah. The American backstory, which was kind of vague on the actual toys themselves, but is told in a 45-minute VHS tape that I have watched all of and several segments more than once. <laughs> uh, the, the Tamagotchi came here because apparently they have this cool space museum that they put all the stuff they find from different planets, including the planet Vulcan. And they they say it in the video. They say Vulcan. It's a Vulcan training glove. Like, it's a glove that puts your hand in the Spock hand shape. Yeah. Anyway, so Tamagotchi go to all these different planets and they steal stuff and then they shit a golden egg out as repayment for stealing it. And they needed something from Earth because otherwise the King Tamagotchi would be angry. So they all went to Earth and they all had some short, very suspiciously like a pilot for a TV show adventures until they went back and uh, eventually chose to have a sticky popsicle stick with no popsicle on it because it represented friendship. Oh. <laughs> I watched the first like 10 or 15 minutes of this in the middle of the night the other day and uh on acid. At, no, sadly, but <laughs> <laughs> I did uh at first start thinking like hmm, Tamagotchi society is this socialism <laughs> because all the Tamagotchi like just go to a museum together and they're all like from each according to their their means uh, to each according to their wait each according to their needs yeah they're all bringing like objects to the museum from their travels and they're all contributing equally to the museum and they're all like enjoying the pursuit of knowledge together with seemingly no no awards no compulsion no consequences i'm like this is great until the fucking uh, museum curator starts talking about their king now they all have to serve their king or die <laughs> like never mind <laughs> yeah yeah uh, the curator of the museum is voiced by tom kenny and he's just doing spongebob but with like a slight accent so by the way yeah and uh it's pretty wild it's also here's one of the weirder things about it is about half of the tamagotchi have exactly the same personalities they have in japan and in the other half of them they're like kind of completely different like uh I believe, if I'm remembering rightly, Memechi, who is usually a male Tamagotchi in the Japanese version, is definitely, they make clear, is a girl in this one, and she's blue instead of yellow. Why? What? God damn it, four kids. Why are you making these censorship changes? It's not four kids. Um, <laughs> okay, so the backstory is off the wall. I love it. Um... Both of them are off the wall because you've got drunk planet in Japan and you've got semi-imperialist anthropo anthropologists in the U.S. And both are amazing. And I love it. I noticed that in all versions of, of Tamagotchi lore, uh, apparently they're from, I guess they're from our universe, but like everything in the world of Tamagotchi is alive. Like This is like pan consciousness, right? The planet's alive. Trees are alive. Clouds are alive. Everything. In the game too, and uh, the thing that uh, thing that really fucked me up was I looked at the uh, like Tamagotchi wiki for the town that they all live in, and all the buildings are alive. And when all the residents of the town go to sleep at night, the buildings talk to each other about what the residents did during the day that they saw. That's fucked up. Well, one thing I will note about the American version that I think is interesting and kind of the opposite from what I expected was the Tamagotchi are either masculine coded or like explicit or don't really have 
any explicit gendered traits at all and when the american version added them like it actually does mostly specify like when it specifies it generally is like this is a girl but like none of them are actually like very stereotypical girl traits like one of them is like oh she's got really stinky feet which i thought was kind of unusual for an american children's program that's interesting. That's interesting. I yeah, I I didn't watch the thing cuz I was um I'm a bad person, but I like I like that. Everyone should watch this. I mean seriously, like I'll put a bunch of links in the uh description of Show this. description. Yep, exactly. So please go watch all of the weird Tamagotchi shit that we found that that, that Tiger found. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that one hour cartoon was dumb as hell, but it was also strangely entertaining and well done. There's a there's a bunch of Japanese shirts I found too, and rumors of an OVA from the '90s that I've only found one screenshot of featuring Bill uh, that I've been trying to find and it's been driven like I just cannot find it anywhere. But I did find some really super weird Japanese shirts that are also good. Oh, that's good. I'll link those too. I you put them in the Discord, so I'll 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 pull the links. Um, is the '90s OVA called uh, "Let's Go Tamagotchi" or is that a newer? Oh, that's a newer thing. Never mind. Yeah, there, there's two eras of Tamagotchi. There's the original gen Tamagotchi, and then in 2008, it kind of had this whole big redo where like Mimechi became this much more masculine coded. I mean, like you know, still like cute boy masculine, but like just still like more explicitly gendered and um became this just huge thing eventually tamagotchi start being idols in it uh it's yeah it's just becomes a much more like almost a proto almost a proto gotcha kind of deal the way it was marketed that's they replace bill with barack (laughs) his name is sam now oh Drat. Uh, speaking of everything being alive, one of the things I remember from Mario Kart uh, Double Dash, the, the one on the GameCube, is that everything had eyeballs on it. Very rare, influence stuff. And it turns out that Mamechi from the Tamagotchi series was in Mario Kart Arcade GP2, uh, which was the Namco Bandai thing i think which which is a derivative of the gamecube one i'm not sure anyway there's a tamagotchi and a mario game so they're in the same universe so uh mario fucks tamagotchi i think is is what i'm coming to the conclusion of i mean how else do you get mariochi <laughs> and wariochi yeah that's amazing well, you get those uh because they have that whole like hyper lamarckian evolution thing where uh like their environment def- defines their phenotype so you just put like a Tamagotchi into a Mario world and it becomes uh, a Mariochi or a Wariochi. You put a Tamagotchi in Brooklyn and they become a Mariochi. <laughs> yeah, and you give uh, Mariochi a copy of, uh, baby Mariochi a copy of uh, Ayn Rand and it becomes Wariochi. <laughs> <laughs> There is, ev- there is, again, evidence for this, because there was also a Saturn game, which includes Sanichi, which is a Sonic Tamagotchi, and Alex Kuchi, which is an Alex Kid Tamagotchi. Alex Kuchi. <laughs> is there a Knights one? I don't... I There might be, because there was note that there were more than just those two, but unfortunately, I think... Like, it was getting late at that point, and I was like, I need to go to bed and stop looking up obscure Sega Tamagotchi. 
Tamagotchi Fair. Nights is entirely about like the occult mysteries that uh, Mamechi has to solve uh, after getting fired from being a lifeguard. David Hasselhochi. <laughs> yeah, Hasselhochi. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I mean, it makes me wonder if Chow from Sonic Adventure were explicitly inspired by the Sega Saturn Tamagotchi game because there is a Knights and a Sonic and a Knuckles, etc., uh chow and at least sonic adventure 2 i'm not sure if it's in the original uh so that makes me wonder that makes me wonder knights had its own uh thing like that it had the a life the what were they called nightopians every level had little uh little chibi angel dudes just hanging out that you could like indirectly sort of raise and it would influence the music that would play in the stages but that very well could have been tamagotchi inspired i well when did tamagotchi come out 96. Oh, about the same time then. Yeah, let's see. I was I was 8 when or sorry, 9 when Tamagotchi came out, so I keep switching Tamagotchi Tam, Tamagotchi. Uh but yeah, so that's amazing. Um good god, there's so much to talk about. Like the the community for Tamagotchi is is incredible. Uh, there are tons of things like I, the, the thing that we've been basing a lot of this on was a very in-depth forum guide and it's just written by somebody who played this game a lot and knew a little bit of Japanese and translated some of it and uh, just dug into every single tree of evolution and found basically everything. And it's just like, that's it's incredible. You're all very dedicated people. Yeah, I got the rest of this from just like the very detailed, like almost Wikipedia level Tamagotchi wiki. It's so detailed, like it's it's amazing, like it, it's incredible. It turns out Tamagotchi fans rule. Like, yeah, I saw a very entertaining forum thread on their on their Tamagotchi forums where uh, people were like buying copies of some bootleg Chinese like Tamagotchi knockoff that was like two fifty six in one virtual pet, and they were like joking about all the ways that it like was busted. It was pretty great. Yeah, it seems like Tamagotchi fans are one of the best, like, fans of a very obscure, long-dead fad. There's Tamagotchi ROM hacking to unlock, like, unused Tamagotchis in code and translate a tam- exclusive to Japan Tamagotchi games to English. Fuck yeah, this is great. That's amazing. That's amazing. I love There's it. There's also this fanfic I found. Uh, <laughs> oh, God because uh, this is investigation, so I had to look what kind of fanfic people were writing, and this is the weirdest one I found. We should put a uh, content warning on this, by the way, beforehand. Yes. Content warning for uh, Tamagotchi self-harm. Skip ahead about a minute. Uh, so, Mamechi commits suicide and his friends are left to suffer. Sad fic. Takes place after episode 163. That is the description. <laughs> Uh, so, yeah, like, all the other fanfics I could see were, like, clearly written by uh, children or four children, and they're, like, innocent and, like, rated, uh, like, kid-friendly or whatever. And this one's just, like, messed up. Oh, my God, it is really messed up. No, thank you. I'm not okay with this. <laughs> oh, my His God. friends are left to suffer. That's, that's it. There's nothing left for them. I hope whoever wrote this is doing okay now, because this is a really odd forum for expressing your uh, self 
whatever it's but it's it's not this good. person like everything else they seem to have written are like kid-friendly tamagotchi joke stories i guess i i haven't read any of them obviously but uh because i just found them well but they... their description of their account says i'm a pervert and i'm dead inside <laughs> <laughs> maybe they've changed over the years maybe the tamagotchi fandom has really helped them out Oh my god, when every gotchi disappears, the Spacey brothers are left to repopulate the town. Spacey-cest. That's the description of repopulations. That's definitely Tamagotchi fucking. Which is fine, I guess, you know, I just... It's not what I expected. This person wrote, don't hug me, I'm scared, erotic fanfiction. I love it. I love it. I, you know what? It's very... We always find wonderful people when we look up uh, fanfic for things that should not have fanfic. Yeah, exactly. Like this is this is incredible stuff, and I like people are so creative. They come up with we- definitely different ways of interpreting source material. Like not anything I would have ever thought of. I to kind of pull it around back to the actual Tamagotchis for a second. There is a set of ta- they have multiple Tamagotchis, which are about Tamagotchi breeding, and even one Tamagotchi set where you have two Tamagotchis, like one pink and one blue Tamagotchi, and they're like called Tamagotchi Kiss or something, and you're supposed to raise both of them and have them kiss at various points to advance the game. <laughs> well, is there is there a Tamagotchi game where you can kiss tamagotchis you can always kiss your tamagotchi but um i don't know if there's any that but i want i want i want the tamagotchi to kiss back <laughs> i was gonna say i don't know if there's any that that necessarily provide consent <laughs> um shit uh i feel like okay somebody was talking about there's a digimon connection as well yeah 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 i mean <laughs> sorry i'm excited about this it's i just great. did a ton of research so the Digimon connection is Digimon, well, not in-universe except with one very specific exception. Digimon, the toy line, was sort of like, you know how sometimes they're like, girls like th- are supposed to like this and boys shouldn't like this, so let's make a boy version. And that's what Digimon were to Tamagotchi originally. Okay, that's dumb. But yeah, that's uh, I did not know that. So that's kind of the inspiration is we need to make a boy version of Tamagotchi, a game where you can abuse an alien until it dies. They can fight now. So so it's, you know, you can do all that and they can beat each other up. They can beat the shit out of each other. Yeah, they have, like, a new version of it that apparently can game link cable or however this works with every generation of it previously and play online, and it looks exactly like the 90s originals. (sighs) Oh my god, that's incredible. And, uh... And there is one more explicit connection, because I forget what his name is, but there's one that's, like, the iconic uh, dad Tamagotchi. And, um... The iconic dead Tamagotchi. Where did, did I put a note on here? Ah, dang it, I can't see it. Anyway, there's the iconic dad Tamagotchi. He's got kind of a beard. He drinks in the Japanese cartoon. Um, the thing about him is he actually has a Japanese. Equi- he actually has a Digimon equivalent, and he is the only one with a Digimon equivalent. Amazing. Okay, so there's a Digimon Tamagotchi. So is he the daddy to all of them? Is he like who's 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 the jerk off? Is it Cronus, the one that all the gods came from? 
Yeah, yeah, he's the jerk off. No, no, it's the Digimon who looks kind of like if uh, Macho Man Randy Savage was a mad ball. <laughs> <laughs> so that's exactly what I, I, I that's how I picture Conus. I bet there's some sort of uh, painting of some sort. I don't know what Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared is, but I'm looking at the character descriptions, and we've got Giant Can, a human-sized tin can who ate the organs of Duck Guy in Episode 5. I don't think I want to know what this is. Oh, it's Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared is amazing. Yeah, you should watch it. It's really funny. Okay. And everyone listening should also watch it. Just to clarify real quick, uh, the... the the um, Tamagotchi is called Oyajichi, and the um, Digimon is called Nanimon. Oh, oh I, I just looked it up. I'm sorry. I was thinking of Uranus, and not Uranus, but Uranus. Holy shit. Uh, you gotta look up what Nanimon looks like. I just posted a picture in the chat. Holy shit. He has wow. pit hair. <laughs> That's definitely... Macho Man Randy Savage is a mad ball. <laughs> oh, fuck. And, and the Tamagotchi kind of looks like a really, like, uh, maybe if uh, Hayachi from Tekken had to cycle off the juice, got kind of depressed. I mean, Oyaji literally means, like, old man, so that's perfect. Oh, it's amazing. Okay, well, there we go. <laughs> What else do we have for investigation? There's a Mothra Tamagotchi, so which I presume is the best one. Mothra? Yeah, they had a couple movie tie-ins, and one for a movie called Peking Man, which is apparently a movie where the premise is the uh, fossil Peking Man is cloned into like a hot dude in the modern era, and all the governments of the world want to like capture him for science. And also, they clone a mammoth, and they made a caveman Tamagotchi for the explicit purpose of tying into this movie. Oh my god! Holy shit! Also, why is there not a? Uh... A kaiju raising sim like like i guess digimon is that a little bit but more explicitly like real world kaiju like what uh, uh like giant monsters that exist in the world that you like raise from an egg or whatever i would play the hell i would let that happen in the background out of that <laughs> you mentioned there was an eva game like that yeah, there, there's a Wonderswan game. I can't. Uh, it's just the Neon Genesis Evangelion game on the Wonderswan. That is a raising sim where you uh, raise uh, the atom fetus like a Tamagotchi. I just I'm looking up Tamagotchi Moth- Mothra. God, I'm doing Mothra Tamag- Tamagotchi. Um, and I could buy it on eBay for $82.66. And they, that would be a real investment for me because the Tamagotchi wiki is very lacking in information on Mothra Tamagotchi. <laughs> uh, there's no art. There's no sprites. There's nothing. And it's a real, real disappointment. But you can get Godzilla. You can get Godzilla in Tamagotchi Mothra. So there you go. Okay, that's amazing. Um, fuck, I was going to say something. Okay, whatever. I do that once an episode, so it's fine. I actually wonder if Sakurina has played the Wonder Swan Evangelion game. It's too bad uh, he's not been around for a bit. I'm going to ask. I'm going to yeah. ask Sakurina right now. 
it's what maybe 7 a.m in, in tokyo right now yeah i mean that's yep. why okay there's a there's a tamagotchi esque thing called cube world where you have little cubes that have little dudes in it and i think they shoot each other i can't google it because there's a voxel game called cube world that hasn't been updated in years but people still play it um and i'm a little annoyed at this because i wanted to talk about that but i don't remember enough details (laughs) god damn it i did find another thing called pixel chicks which was kind of this like ripoff of tamagotchi that was like but like it was basically digital brat stalls and like i'm not trying to be disparaging that is literally what it seems to be trying to do and it's kind of cool though because not only does it talk but the lcds in front of like a plastic uh dollhouse kind of thing so you actually see physical stuff that they're kind of interacting with but they're not physical they're digital that's so bizarre that sounds neat I love these things. Like, okay, so it's called Radica. It's a cube world by a company called Radica. And yeah, they do. Um, they basically are little cubes and they're different colors and they have different traits and you can attach them and make like a little apartment complex out of them and they'll interact and stuff. I wanted these as a kid so fucking bad. Um, but yeah, there were like six series of them, including a jumbo type that have a bunch, have two different uh, cube men. And, uh, yeah, they were released in 2005 to 2008. Wait a minute. 2005. How old was I? Holy shit. Uh, Sakharina did do a video on this, uh, Wonder Swan, uh, Evangelion Tamagotchi game. Watch that. Yeah. Go, go look. Wait, what's the name of the channel? Fuck. I'll link the video and you can put it in the show notes. Uh, it's Yannick Manyan's uh, channel. Yeah, it's super good. Like, we'll go watch that. The Swan Song series. That's the name of the series. Swan Song. Yeah, look that up on YouTube. Swan Song Evangelion. There's the, that's great. So there's another Tamagotchi-like. I know what I'm doing when I'm wrapping up here. <laughs> um, anything else on investigation before we move on to Revelation? I I got a couple more investigation things, but they're all... I rolled them into inve- to my Revelation because it was a pretty big Revelation. Oh, that, that's good. Yeah, because we do our bottom lines in Revelation, but there's a bunch of stuff we can drop in there, too, because, like, some big, big things. Um, So I'm comfortable moving on to our final topic, which is, of course, Revelation. which is where I give our bottom line reviews and also talk about things that changed our entire lives based on this game. Um, I should have written some of these down. Does anybody have some bottom lines before we get to Tiger's big revelation about the world? I got one. Hell yeah. It's like raising a goldfish through an email client. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. That's incredibly true. I mean, Tamagotchi is an industrialist simulator for babies. We got one more. It's Sim Ant Farm. <laughs> Ooh. Tamagotchi is. I was hoping I would come up with something when I gave myself the prompt. Tamagotchi Town is realizing the value of leaving shit and rotting food everywhere to change people's personalities. Tamagotchi Town is the best way to watch uh, soccer. <laughs> Tamagotchi Town is proof I can't even get virtual pets in the mood. <laughs> how's your How's your uh, Tamagotchi Town doing, Bachelor? I, 
I turned it off. That's probably good. (laughs) I'm very upset. Tomodachi Town is a world where everything is alive and talking to each other about what they see, including you. You are washed by the Tomodachis. They know what you're thinking. They know you want them uh, to fuck. Uh, and there's uh, no way they'll ever let that happen. <laughs> Tamagotchi Town is the cruelest I've ever been as a human being. <laughs> Tamagotchi Town is the beast that screamed love at the mouth of the world. Now the world does have a mouth. <laughs> I think we might be dry here. Um. <laughs> so, so should I? I, I just yeah. Drop my revelation thing. I hope I have not like hyped this up too much. So, I made a little list of a bunch of games that came out before this. And even though, like conceptually, this being in 1999, you know, it makes sense. When I read it and I put it there, like it still had a big impact for me. So, I'm just going to read this list. Uh, Mario 64, Goldeneye. Banjo-Kazooie, Final Fantasy 7 and 8. <laughs> wow. Uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, Quake 2, Spyro the Dragon, every Crash Bandicoot platformer on the PlayStation predates this game. <laughs> uh, Panzer Dragoon, Knights into Dreams, Virtual Fighter, Tekken, Thief the Dark Project, Metal Gear Solid, and this one really messed me up. Sonic Adventure predates this game. Damn. Holy fuck. Okay, shit. That's, um, uh, so, Tamagotchi Town is a game for no one. <laughs> Tamagotchi Town is the first irrelevant DLC. Tamagotchi Town is turning in your homework three years late. <laughs> <laughs> that's really good. <laughs> oh my god this is that's that that really blows my mind because i thought it was weird that uh the smash brothers came out before this game but like basically every important game of the era not every but many important games of the era came out before this game and it was a dlc essentially for a product that oh god i don't even know that's just bizarre yeah so- sonic adventure really messed me up yeah, I mean, yeah, Jesus. Sonic Adventure has a virtual pet simulator in it that is more complicated than this whole game. By far, like, incredibly complicated. It's technically the generation, like, of the like PS2, Xbox, and GameCube, and it came out before this Super Nintendo game. <laughs> that's That's so, so bizarre. <laughs> And you would think that, like, one of the last Super Nintendo games would be, you know, advanced or or in some way show, like, you can see the amount of extra time, like, on the screen when you're playing. No, this thing looks and plays like it came out in 1990. Yeah, I, I mean, the more we talk about it, the more I think it is apt to compare it to... Uh... It's not anywhere near as good as Mayo Mama, but uh, it's you know, of uh, of a kind. It has that uh, inexplicable why was this made? Who uh, who signed off on making 
a Tamagotchi game three years after the craze dies down, uh, where uh, you can only play it if you still use a Super Nintendo in 1999 and still have a rewritable cartridge. Three Tamagotchi games came out before this, and, well, no, four, counting the Game Boy 1. But the PlayStation, Nintendo 64, and Saturn games all came out before this. Like, that's just staggering to me that the Super Nintendo was the last Tamagotchi game of the original generation. By the time this game came out, how many stores do you think still had the little things that allow you to download the game onto the cartridge? Like, this was, like, late in the era of the Nintendo Power downloadable cartridge thing like that the, the, it was only around for a few years and i think it started in 97 so this was two years later and yeah it was it, it was it was definitely the death throes of even that death throw of the super nintendo <laughs> it had some interesting titles though right it had, it had a fire emblem game it had wrecking crew 98 it had what suck and blow or whatever the heck it's called it all suck and blow <laughs> Yeah, it's a sweet Hakun, is it? Had a lot of Picross games, didn't it? Yeah. yeah. The power is pretty cool. Digimon yeah. Worlds came out before Tamagotchi Town. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, my God. This is so weird and out of date. It's so... It's it's like... Oh, my God. I just want to note, by the way, that the uh, creator... Aki Maita won the 1997 IG Nobel Prize for economics, which is like an anonymous shitty Nobel Prize. So I just wanted to point that out. That's fun. Oh, before I forget, I saw on the cutting room floor that this game in the code contains the name and email address of the programmer of the game. So if you guys want to email that person, you could give it a shot. Oh, my God. This means we, we kn- know more about its development than some early Nintendo games. Then, true. We should all we should all email that person. Yeah, that, that email address has to be active. Maybe they'll to death. maybe they'll come on the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, Tsuyoshi Kitazawa, and I do not know this a very do not complicated email their thing. email address i mean people can just look it up but don't dox their email address no i'm not doxing them that's just a program programmed by tsuyoshi kitazawa email address blah 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 blah. wait i'm sorry if we already went over this but did the eva game uh predate this uh no it didn't but only oh. by like two months I mean, it was there. It was around. It was getting made. <laughs> Three months. Four months? I can't... No, two months. I can't do math. When's May? When's July? I don't know. May's before July. Yeah. <laughs> um. Wow. I'm okay. I could fucking talk about Tamagotchi forever, it turns out. There's a Cutting Room Floor article on Tamagotchi Connection, a reboot of the classic 90s virtual pet. And there are approximately 15 or 16 unused Tamagotchi sprites. And there's huge descriptions for all of them. So I just just look it up. Tamagotchi Connection, the Cutting Room Floor. Shout outs to people who are doing that. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> Okay, um, I do have a sort of speculative question. Uh, This is not the secret category or anything, if we're even doing that. But uh, 
why why has the virtual pets not revived itself with the advent of smartphones and phone games and casual games and all of those things? I think it's because all social media is essentially a virtual pet already, and nobody wants to simulate that experience. You're getting notifications all the time. Pay attention to me. You got a new thing. I want to talk to you. Somebody doesn't like you. Like it's we we live in the world of the virtual pet, except it's not virtual anymore. It's real fucking life. That's my oh shit we're the virtual pet now uh-huh <laughs> we live on the other side of the tamagotchi egg the fourth the fourth wall is twitter um <laughs> but no seriously why hasn't it because i love virtual pets and it really should be a thing it really should be we have the technology to do real-time tracking on every fucking device in everybody's pockets and nobody's doing it and it's weird it's weird oh there's the uh isn't that new pokemon game for the switch going to be kind of in that vein Maybe. I don't know. I didn't look into it. I think that's just kind of a light Pokemon game from what I've done that lets you get your Pokemon Go stuff into it. It's, I think it's a remake of the first one. I think it might have the pedometer aspect and it has the Pokemon Go stuff, so I don't know. I'm not playing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead. Pokemon is dead to me because I gr- I got bored. Um. All right. Any other things in Revelation before we move on to our mystery topic? Oh, Tiger, didn't you say that you went to a Target to try and buy a, a new Tamagotchi? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't actually go, but I considered it. I, like, looked at the website to see if they had a physical one because I really, really wanted to get an actual Tamagotchi to be, like, extra prepared for this episode. But sadly, they don't sell them in store anywhere around here. Darn. Bummer. If you do want to uh, simulate the original Tamagotchi experience, it is emulated on at least Android, I think. So you can look up Tamagotchi and find the original Tamagotchi, which acts exactly as it would have in 1996 or 7, depending on what part of the world you lived in. So that's a thing. Um, and there's a, I think there's a Vice article or something weird about it. Anyway, it doesn't matter because we're moving on to our final, final, final topic, which is... The mystery topic. And uh, one second before and I sort of workshop this together. uh, What is what would be the best non Tamagotchi property to make a Tamagotchi out of? And I have an answer for this that is not going to surprise anybody. But uh, (laughs) what what's the best non Tamagotchi that you could make a virtual pet out of? Shin Megami Tensei. I mean, that's the best answer. Straight up, just demon raising sim. I'm there for that. Spike Lee's do the right thing. <laughs> my, my, oh, go ahead. Uh, the original Doom. <laughs> that would be perfect. I, I want to rate, just throwing off of more demons, I just want to raise an imp from childhood. I want to raise an imp that turns into a, a caco demon, like just really mess up those those scales, those lines. Figure out how you can how you can do that. Oh, a Kakagachi would be amazing, really, because oh, yeah. it's already the cutest monster ever. It's a little round orb. You could you know make that into a little LCD thing, easy enough. You could have different variations on it. You know, the with a little bow on its head or whatever. That's great. Um, mine is un- unsurprisingly Undertale, I think would make a great Tamagotchi kind of thing. They already have a lot of personality. They're already sort of low res. You could turn them into that LCD thing nice enough. And, uh, then you could make people feel bad for killing them. Moomins. 
Nice. See, I, I would want um, a Kawazu produced Saga Tamagotchi. <laughs> With all the mutation and stuff. Yeah. And you would never know what you're doing. You just, it's even more arbitrary and infuriating. Maybe the only button in it would be a punish button. <laughs> Sometimes the. Wait. If the only button is a punish button, you're literally describing Ganbara Neo Pokekun. Well, I was thinking of uh, an I have no mouth and I must scream Tamagotchi with only a punish button. That's awesome. That's still Ganbara Neo Pokekun. What the That's fuck the is that? That's the second Harlan Ellison reference I've made today. Ganbara <laughs> uh, Neo Pokekun was basically a virtual pet game about uh, this little uh, Neo Geo pocket character uh, who lives inside your Neo Geo pocket and you uh, torture him nonstop uh, in order to have him make mini games. The observation mode of this game mostly involved giving Neo Pokekun random visitors, parentheses, including a beautiful woman, a naked man with a floor-length nose hairs, and an old man who slowly inches his way into the room, then dies of a heart attack, and parentheses, and generally annoying him by dropping things on his head. That's incredible. Damn, I wish this came out on the SNES. Yeah, this game is amazing. I really like it, and it's uh, very, very dark. <laughs> Release Ganbare Neo Pokekun on the Switch, you cowards. There's more classic SNK stuff on the Switch than Nintendo stuff at this point, so... There we go. Do it. Yeah, one, one of the first things I, uh, I I Googled at the start this was SNK Virtual Pet. This didn't come up. I was hoping there would be some like Fatal Fury one. Ooh, what about a Street Fighter Tamagotchi? A little, little egg Ryu, you know... I don't know. That's not a good one. I'm done. Oh, oh, like a whole family of Blancas? You can just have like all the little monster dudes. Yeah. Like a little cute. Yeah, I love a Blanco virtual raising sim. <laughs> you, you know what surprises me, considering Tamagotchi's owned by Bandai, that there hasn't been like a Gundam Tamagotchi that like starts out as a Haro and then turns to different mobile suit types as you uh, raise it? That, yeah, that would be amazing. I would play the hell out of that. I have the feeling that every game that is that I think every game should have a virtual pet of some sort. So, you know, I'm big into it. Oh, No Man's Sky should have just a virtual pet sim built into it where you can just like raise an alien by bringing it to different environments. What it should have is a little egg that you can scan an alien with and it creates a little LCD version of it and you have to hit a special button to look at the LCD version and hit different buttons on it, just like a little Tamagotchi. Yes! Yes! <laughs> just, just add a virtual pet minigame to everything. Like, Do let's it. bring back games, but only for virtual pets that have no impact on the rest of the video game. Yes, please. That's my favorite thing. It really is wonderful. We can all that's what the 3DS can be now. Yes, the virtual pet version of every Switch game. I mean, Demon Summoner Soul Hackers does have kind of a virtual pet uh like built into it as like the extra thing they added to the 3DS uh where you, if you just like street pass a lot of people it'll evolve into different forms and stuff. 
Well, there you go. It's alive, sort of. What about a what about a spyware uh, Tamagotchi where you have like Bonzi Buddy and like all the little characters that existed in the late '90s living in your Tamagotchi, and you have to prevent them. You have to raise them to be strong and good, but prevent them from accessing the internet while they were <laughs> they will wreak havoc. <laughs> that would roll. I, I would totally play that too. Bonzo Buddy. I'm going to suggest that to the programmer of uh, Hypnospace Outlaw. Oh, yeah, that's a good, yeah, that's great. I saw part of that stream you did for Hypnospace Outlaw. It was amazing. Um, okay. <laughs> I think I'm happy to end this here. Uh, yes. Any, any other virtual pets? Oh, hi, Shrug. Okay, nope. <laughs> I mean, I, Why I have... isn't anyone expressing a desire to raise a tiny LCD Topa? Ooh. <laughs> topa Gachi. Um, why would you want to do that? Why wouldn't you? Tulpa, we just want to upload you and feed you and punish you. <laughs> That's all. And see, and see what new forms you evolve into. Keep you in our pockets. <laughs> Tulpa everywhere. Yeah, uh, just, just subscribe to our Patreon and uh, our, like, six million dollar stretch goal is going to be um, making me into a Tulpagachi. Well, you know, I'll make a game. It's a virtual pet where you have to raise all of the different games we've ever played. Uh, and they'll, and eventually the ultimate one is, of course, the mayonnaise game. Um, but yeah, that's what we're going to do. That's what we're going to do. Get famous that way. Fucking famous. Um, <laughs> all right. Thanks for the guest spot, Shrug. Um, I think I'm happy ending this episode. So, uh, where's my script? Fuck. Oh, God. Um, that's it for this podcast. Uh, hey, everybody, where can people find you if they want more of you? Uh, you can find me as Automatic Tiger on Twitter and uh, Gentleman Tiger on the, for on the uh, select button forums. And that's basically my entire internet presence at this exact moment. I am one second before on the select button forums and uh, at Unsegundo Antes on Twitter. I am uh, at Batchersoft on Twitter. You can find my hot pre-release. Actually, no, never mind. You can go look at some of my game, DDD to Natural Playboys, at Batchersoft.com. I'm on the select button forums. I am in many ways that are actually... Provable, the number one poster on that forum. Don't doubt me here, everyone. Don't, don't undercut me. But I'm not going to tell you who I am. You just got to figure it out. You can find me on the Select Button forums under the name Talpa. You can find me on the other Select Button Guide and Podcast, No Rangers Allowed, where I am the dungeon master for a bunch of erstwhile adventurers and they have to deal with the power of their imagination you can also find me coming to a store near you uh buy me put me in your pocket uh raise me please don't punish me <laughs> it's warm in this pocket i have been virtual clint you can find me on twitter at virtual clint i'm on the select button.net forums is virtual clint pretty much just google 
virtual Clint, you'll find me. Google. Um, here's the part where I tell you what you can do to help us. If you like this podcast, spread the word. Tell your local Tamagotchi egg delivery man. Tell your sea monkey breeder. Tell Dr. Bonzo. Or just tweet about us. Uh, the only way people find out about us is through word of mouth. Uh, rating and reviewing on iTunes is also super amazing, and we appreciate it tremendously. Maybe one day we can be the top podcast on iTunes. Maybe we can dream. We'll be the number one podcast with the number one poster. We have a website. You can find it at snes.zone, snes.zone. It has links to the Twitter feed, which is where you can vote for games. It has short bios for everybody who's been on the podcast. And uh, Tiger, send me a bio. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, we've got social media links for everybody as well uh, and some other fun stuff. Uh, I recently redid it, so it's mobile-friendly, sort of, kind of. I mean, it's not unreadable. Um, if you want us to read anything out on the podcast, email us at snes at snes.zone, S-N-E-S at snes.zone. You could tell us what you think about the podcast. You could give us a review for the game we're playing that week or just generally berate us or you can give us reviews for games we played in the past i don't care I, I i love you finally we've got a patreon page the podcast will always be free but your support helps us pay for server costs new equipment and one day i'm going to pay people for being on this podcast i say that every week and i haven't paid anybody i need to go through my accounting um we've got tiers for even as low as one dollar and you can pledge for things like joining our private Discord, dictating games for us to play. I mean, you could pick a game for us. Come on. You could even star on the podcast yourself, you very narcissistic person. Please do it. We love you. At any tier, I will send you exclusive clips of things I cut out of the podcast because they were too weird. Or I'll at least let you know when the thing comes out. Um, I'm, I'm two episodes behind. I'm sorry, everybody. Uh, anyway, that's at patreon.com slash snexploration, or you can just go to bankaccount.zone. That is not a joke. Go to bankaccount.zone. As always, for more inane video game discussion, jump into the selectbutton.net forums. We love it there. It's great. It's wonderful. The next podcast might be up on August 19th. I'm fucking completely off schedule now because I'm selling a house and moving to Minneapolis and it's hard. Um, <laughs> the next, uh, so it's time to find out what game we'll be playing next. We're not voting this time. It's an Explorer's Choice game. It's a new-ish thing. We're doing every third episode where our guests, past and present, and Tiger, when you send me a bio, send me a SNES game you want to play as well. <laughs> oh, totally. I've, it's going to be hard to pick. It's probably going to be Ultramarines of Richard 2, though. Okay, that's great. <laughs> that's awesome. Okay. Uh, but yeah, everybody gets to pick a game, and we randomly pick them every three episodes, and then we play it. This week... Okay. Please I'm, be me. Please be me. Please be me. Please be me. <laughs> it's not you. Um, no. <laughs> this week, the game is Ganbare Goemon 2 Kitaretsu Shogun Magines. Ooh, Magines, whatever. Anyway, that's Sakurina's pick. And if Sakurina can Ooh, join, uh, yeah. I've been wanting to play those. Yeah, I've oh, been wanting to play Ganbare Goemon games too. That should be really good. Yeah, that's going to be really good, which is why I want to make sure Sakurina can be on the episode. So. <laughs> Until next time, it's not Cube World. It's, it's not Sonic Adventure. It's not Ganbare Neo Pokekun. It's not Demi Kids. It's not made by a Nazi like the Sea Monkeys were. <laughs> I forgot that. And as always, it's not Chuck Rock. <laughs> <laughs>
Should there have been a Charles Wait, Shrug? It's not Seaman for the Dreamcast. Oh, fuck. Did Seaman come out before this? Oh, my. Well, God, I don't know. It came out I think billions of times. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah, it came out two months after uh, after uh, this game. Two months. <laughs> fuck. All right. Yeah, it's not Chuck Rock at the end. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry for going full creepy. I, I hope I did not make anyone uncomfortable while speculating longingly about uh, Tamagotchi bods. I mean, I it's missed, all good. I missed Creepy Tulpa. You'll get to hear it. It got mayoed up from like second one. <laughs> Some nubs, too. Yeah. I meant to ask if Clint was going to eat mayo at the end, but. <laughs> I'm going to eat an entire Tamagotchi toy at the end of this episode. Yep. Thank you, as always, to Schnabobula for his incredible track, playing Super Mario World while taking mushrooms. Also, thanks to our regular guest, Bachelor, for the incredible art that we have now go check out uh bachelor soft on twitter and as always thank you for listening bye bye